Okay, I think we got it. We are live. Perfect. I, yes. I, th I think I may need one more beer. <laughs> yeah. We'll get you another one. Yeah. I got I always owe you owe you beers, man. <laughs> oh my god. It's DC Brow. Oh, this is a great beer. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Woo. No, they, yeah, I like doing the podcast at night, too, because I feel like it's easier to have a conversation with a beer. <laughs> we just need some mumbo sauce to go with this beer, some, <laughs> some wings. That's spicy mumbo. <laughs> oh, man. Thank you, Lydia. Thank you so much. My production team is amazing. <laughs> Could you hear that? Oh, yeah. That was great, wasn't it? That was another thing. Like Graham, uh, I, I keep meaning to record with Graham. Where he like you point this mic down and just get like the sounds of, like the card shuffling, and when like the mic is like right on it, it sounds. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll record that soon. All right. Anyway, let's start the show. All right. And you want to clap? You already do it. Yeah. Welcome to Classified Podcast. I'm your host Charlie Ross. Today's guest. Rahan Jackson, welcome, welcome. Hey, what's up? How you all doing? Thanks for coming, dude. This, you're my first magician guest on the Comedy Magic podcast, so I'm happy to, happy to have you here, man. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be great, dude. I've known you for quite some time now. I remember I met you for the first time back at Barry's Magic Shop. It was probably like 2010, maybe 2011, and it was... It was Remember the hangout in like Rockville, Maryland, where mm -hmm. like there's the the card table and like yes, yeah, yeah. The, I would spend weekends there, man. Just like I love the magic shop. There's nothing like the magic shop. It's yeah, so yeah, man. Fantastic. That stuff doesn't exist anymore. It's such such a bummer. I know. But that was cool. No, I remember. I remember talking to you, and you were yeah, you're such like an enthusiastic dude, and like. You were one of those magicians who were like immediately was sharing with people all the time. Right. Not like holding stuff back, being weird about it. But yeah. like, I probably didn't even know your name and you were showing me like a technique on, you know, a card control or something. Right. Yeah. And yes. then I also remember you telling me about uh, Tannen's Magic Camp. Oh, man, that was crazy. That was <laughs> so crazy. I couldn't believe it going to Tannis Magic Camp. It was Yeah, yeah. So that for the viewers that don't know, there's a magic camp that's run out of... It used to be New York. It used to be like Long Island. And it's uh, based out of this magic shop in, uh, in Manhattan. And they started doing a summer camp for kids. And it's like, what, 100 kids maybe there? Yeah, about 100 kids. Mostly guys, mostly like young men. And uh, it's like a sleepaway camp for a week. And you go there, you hang out, you learn magic and stuff. And uh, yeah, There's no. a magic competition. It's competition. Oh, There's a magic competition. It's really hard. Like, I didn't know what I was getting myself into. Like, it, it was good. I did well, but... <laughs> It was a magic competition. It was fun. Yeah, yeah. So tell me about how you got started in magic. How old were you when you picked up the, your first magic trick? Well, I, was, I think I was seven years old, and my grandmother used to always take me to the magic, uh, not the magic shop, but to the racetrack. And when we went to the racetrack, um, the um, tailor there, the teller there used to always do magic tricks. And then at my school, a magician, everywhere I went, there was always a magician. And then even in my high, and not at my high school, but my elementary school, there was a magician there. And I just said, okay, this is what I want to do. So you just so kept running into it. Everywhere. Mm. Wow. From, yes. From Fonzie the Clown to String Bing the Clown. These are local, um, local clowns that was in the area. And I just said, look here, I want to learn how to do this. Like, That's cool. That's cool. So yeah. where, 
where did you go for your first like magic shop? Where did you go when you want to start learning? Well, I tell you the truth. I went to the library and I collect all of the magic books and I didn't bring them back. <laughs> and I said, you know, and the funny thing is I have dyslexia and I didn't really read that much, but the magic just made me want to read more books and I just start collecting magic books after magic books. And I just started to say, look here, this, and then my mom, like, this is going to help you with your reading. Yeah, yeah. So I just started collecting magic books and start, and made me concentrate and look at the words and all of this. And that's just like cool of, pictures to go along with too. Which yeah. Is, <laughs> yes, yes, and, if you can't, if you can't get all the words, yes. you can just like, and then my favorite the... magic book was Bill Tarr. Um, now you see it. Now you don't because the, they had so many pictures yeah. and, and the way they descri- the words actually went with the description of the picture. So I'm like, okay, we finally have something that's really good. And when I got that book, I was like, okay, I'm learning a French drop. And I was like, this is going to be good. Yeah, yeah. So how old were you when you started performing like for your friends and family and stuff? Was it? I think about by nine years old, I was charging money to come into the Ooh, apartment. Nice. Yes. Nine years old. Did- yeah. So I think it was like 75 cents. <laughs> you come in and see a magic show. Damn, that's cool. What was the? What was your act? What were you performing I for 75 I was, cents? I think I was doing Professor's Nightmare. I was doing the coin in the uh latex glass cup you know you remote that effect yeah yeah it's like in the klutz book imagine where you press the coin through the latex yeah, and- yes and it goes through i was doing cart fusion things like that yeah nice nice man yeah you started earlier than i was i was like probably 11 or 12 when i first got i got a svengali deck at a magic stop when i was like visiting california with my family and I remember, yeah, yeah, just it was great because the Svengali, it's like a trick deck and you get like a routine with it, basically. You get like a few effects in it. And I remember Jewish doing that over and over and over again. And it was like sixth, it was like seventh grade, maybe. And I remember at one point, the deck of cards is just like in my pocket at lunchtime. And I'd done it for my friends like enough times. It's like the same trick. And one of my friends like reached his hand in and like grabbed the deck and he opened it up and he could see the trick deck was like every other card was the same card. And he wow. was like, look, everybody, he's, he's a fake. No, <laughs> like really? I, I can't remember who it was. It might have been like Victor or somebody, <laughs> some asshole middle schooler. And I was like, I was traumatized. It hurt my feelings so much. Like, look, he's fake. <laughs> and then, but then I, that's when I started like buying, yeah, getting another magic books or like card magic stuff. I was like, oh, yeah, learn you can learn more tricks, you know, like you don't have to just do the one, the one trick deck of cards. You know, I remember when I was in high school, I was performing in a high school talent show and my brother said, make sure you pick me, make sure you pick me, make sure you pick me. I'm going to be your volunteer. So the lights are on, lights, camera, action. I don't see my brother. <laughs> and the guy comes Because the stage up. lights are just yes. they're real lights. And yeah. this was the best spectator ever. I'm in high school, and he has on some jean shorts, and I can't describe what he had on. And then he said, "I'll be your, I'll be your assistant," <laughs> and he was very flamboyant. And I'm trying to do my cut and restore 
rote routine. And I said, do you know any magic words? He said, open sesame. And I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, <laughs> and, it, and my brother said, I told you, pick me. But I didn't even get a chance to pick my brother to do this, um, to do the trick yeah, with. Yeah. It, but it turned out to be great. Yeah. And then I did something with, like, the principal. Um, what, what did I do for the principal? The cut and restore tie routine. Oh, cool. Yeah, so he comes up, and I said, and this is the time of Hex. You ever heard of Hex? No. Clothing store? No, no. So I take his tie off, and I said, I'm going to show you the cut and restore rope routine. And I said, "Um, do you have a piece of rope? And then he said, no. And I said, well, let me use your tie. So I cut the tie. I take the tie, and I cut the tie in half. And then next thing you know, I said, it looks like I can't put it back together again. So I'm going through the whole routine. Yeah, yeah. And then I said, well, it says cut the tie up one more time. Look at the directions. And I cut it one more time. It doesn't go back together. I said, well, let's take it back to Hex. And then I put it back into the bag and then pulled it bottom of the bag and then the tie restores. And then that got me famous without the whole school. And yeah, I did yeah. The cut and restore tie to the principal. Oh, that's awesome, dude. Yeah. So you, that was cool. You must have been like, like the magic kid at your high school, right? Yeah, that was that yes. was your that was the same thing. Yeah, for in me the too. hood. Yeah, yeah. See, that's another big thing is like magic is it's only white guys, it's only white kids that get into learning it. So you were like an extra special like at magic. You told me at Tan's camp you were the one black kid there. Yeah. So you must have definitely stood out a little extra. I learned a lot, but it was a sh it was very shocking. <laughs> I, I'll tell you a story. So I get the tennis, and I don't know if you know Hiawatha. Uh, dude, Hiawatha was a big influence on he me. He came yeah. all the way to the hood to meet my grandmother. My grandmother said, okay, if he wants you to go to Tannin's camp, come to the hood, like, come to meet me. So I'm on a plane, and I go to New York, and they have signs for me and everything. Hiawatha's from, like, Lynchburg, Virginia. Yeah. He's from, so he's, like, it's not close to you, but it's, like, maybe, you know, it's, yes. it's, a, it's you know, like, a three-hour drive as far. Yeah, so I show up with a linen suit on because I'm like, I got to look good. So I got like a linen suit with a <laughs> silk shirt and everything is all tan. But all of the kids, everybody there is like got their signs up and everything. And I'll tell you the truth. One of the kids, once I get there to the campuses, how did you get here at magic camp? And I'm like, I'm a magician. Don't you know who I am? And you know, that's yeah. what I said. And next thing you know, they said, well, let me see you do some magic. So I do the something called the force, crisscross force, you know. Sure, sure. I'm doing that. And actually, at that time, a magician by the name of Alon, you know, Alon knew, you yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. actually taught it to me. DC but, local, yeah. Yes, DC local. He taught me how to do this crisscross force. And I said, I'm going to fry him. <laughs> so I said, you shuffle the cards. Those are your cards. I don't even want to see the cards. You cut the cards. You take a card out. And then the next thing you know, they look at the cards. I said, now put the card back in the deck. I said, now, now are you thinking of the card? They said, yeah. I said, look into my eyes. I said, the four of spades. They said, wow, how did you do that? How did you do that? And I said, I can't tell you that. They said, wait till the stage show. Wait till the stage show. I didn't know what I was getting myself into. Yeah, the yeah. last day was the stage show. <laughs> the tractor trailer started to come in. <laughs> These kids had like 
dancers and everything. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, and I'm doing my card manipulation act. I'm like, I just need to throw up some confetti. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, so. I think I when I talked to the counselors who were, because that was when the camp was at, uh, what, Long Island Institute of Technology? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. So that was like much kind of a crummy campus there's like there's always stories of that place like oh there's no heat there you know the cafeteria food is terrible and by the time i went there they moved to Bryn Mawr university in philadelphia right and it's like gorgeous campus so you, you went to tannin yeah yeah oh, a couple i didn't of times. know that yeah yeah i went there a couple of times and um yeah, I was I was a counselor for a year or two or two, but no, no, it's funny. They always have these horror stories of Long Island Institute of Technology. And then they also talk about the competition stuff. So basically the for my viewers, the you'd show up and the campers, you'd have like your competition act. So you'd have like five to seven minutes of your state and you can do uh, stage magic or close up magic. Those are the two categories. And then it's like young kids versus old kids. And um the the, so back in the day, like the stage magic used to be way more popular. There used to be like more of a tradition right. of these kids yeah. who like have big shows. And, and it's also like these rich Jewish kids from like it's hard upper uh, like yeah yeah. And so they have like this, you know uh, like clothes and like this really really well established stuff. And um, yeah yeah, this is uh, this is actually pretty recently. I know that guy. Um, yes. But so then it moved. Now it's like. Only, most of the kids showing up are only doing close-up magic. Right. It's like just the trend has gone away from buying these huge stage illusions, and now it's like because a lot of online stuff. Now there's like 50 kids competing just for the the close-up right. competition. At that time, I was like, because I also went to mystery school with Jeff McBride, and he got uh, I got a scholarship with him. At that time, I was doing cart manipulation and billiard balls in a lock production. It was crazy. Yeah. And then I'm like, I know I'm going to win. I have the skill yeah, to yeah. do. Yeah, to yeah. win a competition, and then when I start seeing flash pots and <laughs> and all of these other illusions, I'm like, oh my god! I'm like, I didn't know I was going to get into this. I'm like, I just had the act, you know, yeah, that three yeah, minute yeah. act. No, good for you. But that's what happens when you grow up. Like, I I definitely didn't grow up like that poor or anything. My family was like middle class, but it was just definitely this thing of like try to spend as little money as possible. You right. know, if you're gonna do magic, like. There's no need to like spend like have all these props or have as much stuff as like yeah it was always this like this idea of like just use what you have and like build an act out of that right and other kids grow up in other opportunities where they can have like doves and you know they can take care of these animals and stuff or have mentors who are, like actually teaching them stuff right. but if you're interested in Tana's Magic Camp there's a a documentary made a couple years ago called Magic Camp and it's pretty good it's uh, really good yeah did you, you watch the documentary yes. It yeah, was, it's really good. It, it captures and, the essence of I it. And I felt like I was part of Magic Camp yeah, because yeah. it was it was it's very nostalgic. Yes. Yeah. And then like there's classes there that just teach you to say, okay, you only gotta use like um Hayawata class. They used to say you only can use toilet tissue. You gotta do an act with toilet tissue, or you got some uh what is it? Marshmallows. You gotta do a routine with marshmallows. It forced you to get out of your comfort zone to become a, a, a good performer. Yeah, yeah. Hiawatha's right. course is like so uh he was like doing philosophy with these kids, man. I know. I, I know. was so intrigued by him because he's like this old black dude wearing like African dashikis. Oh he's got this one braid, he's like super serious and stuff. He's like in like he's kind of intimidating to these children, right. you know. Yes. He has this whole aura of like the super seriousness, right. but he's like 
He's like a teddy bear at his heart. He's like the nicest guy you've yeah. ever met. It was like you were in a Matrix saying you met someone. He's like Morpheus. He's yes, like, he's like the Morpheus. I'm not lying like, to you. <laughs> That's how it felt. Uh, Hiawatha. Hiawatha, yes. Which, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He, yeah, he was the coolest. And then, yeah, all, you learn, like, within that one week, you're taking classes every single day. You, like, you go to a class and you're learning so, like, you learn more than you've ever learned, like, in your magic history up to that. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, man. Yeah, did, wait, yeah, like, turn this up a little bit. This is Hiawatha Magic Boot. I've never seen this before. Wizard, I cannot learn this is his character. The, it is too he difficult. plays this African prince. And the great wizard said, oh, my son, you need to understand. It's like you need Yama. to be in Black Panther. <laughs> yes. He reached into the He's like a witch doctor from Black Panther. But he's really good. He's the best. little doll. The doll wore a mask that had been fashioned from Rejumba nuts. The great wizard laid the doll in his hand. And then he began to chant the secret spell. Kula umbunga. Kula umbunga. Nothing happened. <laughs> the great wizard said, Sometimes, my son, you have to try again. Kula umbunga. Kula umbunga. And then the doll started to tremble. And then Prince Juni watched as the doll began to rise. Yes, the doll began to rise very slowly, very slowly. The doll rose higher and higher. Prince Juni could not believe his eyes. And then the great wizard said, Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so I tell cool. you, it's great. Holy shit. I've never thought about looking up his map. I've seen him perform a lot, Prince but I've never Juni thought about looking him up. was so inspired that from that day on, he knew how to fly. <laughs> I know. So cool. Great. So that's Hiawatha. And like, he's the one that got me into tannins. At that time, I was working for, um, before that, I was working. I think it was for. I think he met me at Collector's Workshop, and he said, "You need to come to Tandon, yeah, this magic camp." And I got there. It was so shocking because I was ready. I know I was ready for the for the stage competition, but it was like crazy. You know how it is there. It's, it's, it's like nerve wracking. Yeah, yeah. You, you worked like all year. You worked for a couple months to try and get this act together. For three now minutes. you're yeah, and you have one chance to try and advance to the final round. At the end of the week, they have a final competition for like the top four. It's like so much pressure, and it's like, but if you did, you ever did you ever compete? Did you ever place, or did you ever win a? I won a Frank Garcia award. Yeah, um, from, yeah, um, yeah. It, it was pretty cool. I didn't place, but I did win because I used what I have. Like I did my my act. It was great, but I learned a lot. It was like, like you learned how people do their packing of their props and how they roll their silks and. Yeah. It was just like, yeah, and then yeah. you got a chance to meet like people like Jonathan David Bass back in the day, and all of the the top magicians because you know they come and do their lectures and everything. So yeah, that was yeah. pretty good. Oh, yeah. hold the mic a little, a little bit closer. Yeah, it, it, was, it, was, <laughs> Here, it was. Actually, let's uh, let's switch. Let's start doing some magic. Okay, uh, Lydia's got her camera ready. We can we can switch to the. Okay, you can put that down. Oh, that works. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 
I'll, uh, I was thinking we, we can just go back and forth. I'll do a trick. Okay, you want to do right. something after this? Yeah, I'll do something. Cool, cool. All right. I have uh, Lydia. So, yeah, Lydia, if you can just like try and just frame up just the the table or just the, the green close-up pad. That's all. I'll try and keep it all. I'll try and keep it all like here, you know. So I brought with me. Doo -doo, I have a little prediction here, and it's a prediction about what's gonna what's gonna happen in this trick. Now, Rahan, can you uh, pick a card for me? Certainly. I'll go down. Just say stop whenever you want. Stop. Right there. Yes. All right. Take a look at the card. That's great. Show to the camera. I won't look. I won't look. All right. Watch. We'll leave your card back inside the middle of the deck. Right about here. Now, all I have to do is just snap, and one card jumps to the top of the deck. Your selected card, the Eight of Spades. Uh -huh, I don't think that was. That wasn't it? Okay, okay, that's fine. Um, that's cool. This happens sometimes. I know you didn't pick the Eight. Um, actually, no, here's what happens. If I snap your card, it doesn't go to the top of the deck. It actually goes to the bottom of the deck. It wasn't... You're sure you didn't pick the Eight of Spades? You're positive? No, I don't think that was upset. Okay, okay, it wasn't the eight. All right, watch. If I snap a third time, I know what happens. I know what happens. Your card, it actually travels inside. Watch, I reach inside my pocket. I pull out. You're positive you didn't pick the eight. You're sure? No. Ah, oh, man. All right, I, I think I know what happened. See, I made the wrong prediction in the trick. See, I really thought you were going to pick the eight of spades. I was pretty positive you were going to pick this <laughs> card. Um, do you mind if I change my prediction? Is yes. that okay? Is that okay? Okay, cool. I'll use, um, if I use just this little bit of fire, I can actually try and get the ink to change on the eight. Watch it slowly start to disappear if you add some heat to it. It slowly changes into a different card. What the fuck? Into the three of diamonds. <laughs> I like that. Is that the card that you picked? Oh, yes, yes, yes. See, if I can change the past, I can actually change the future and the present. I can actually find your card, the three of diamonds. Wow. <laughs> Snap, 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 snap. <laughs> All right. Oh, my God. I can't believe that. <laughs> awesome. That was great. You got anything? Oh, let's try something. Yeah. Um, I'm going to show you something uh, Something with my cards here. We're going to give them first a little shuffle. And we're going to give it a little cut. And we, we'll just give them another little shuffle. Keep it fair. Keep it honest. Keep it honest. <laughs> That's such an ironic thing to say. <laughs> Every second of the day we're lying. <sighs> That's great. And we give it a little cut. What I'd like you to do is to just tell me when to stop. And I'm going to go through the cards and I want you to just tell me when to stop. Stop. Right there? Yeah, right there. All right. What I would like you to do is to just take that card. Don't let me see it. Don't even look at the card. All right, all right. And place that card right there. And place that card right on there table? on the table. All right, yes. All right. That's great. Now we have 52 cards, 52 different cards. You can see that, right? You pick one of those cards, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. We're going to place that card right there. Right beside you, there's an envelope. Oh, yeah. And inside this envelope... I have some cards here. And that's one, that's two, and that's three cards. That's the card you pick, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna turn that over. That's one, that's an ace. You turn that card over, that's an ace. Whoa. You turn that card over, that's an ace. Whoa. You turn that card over, that's yeah. an ace, ladies and gentlemen. Wow, the four aces. Oh, man. 
I'm not sure how that works. But that is crazy. <laughs> Look here. Now, we're going to take it to another level. We're going to take the four aces. We're going to take that's one. That's two. That's three. And that's four aces. You can see the four aces right there in the middle of the deck. You can see that, right? Yeah. You can see that. We'll just take the cards like this and mix those cards up. So you can see that those cards are actually in the middle of the deck and give them a shuffle and a cut. But if you snap your fingers, would you snap your fingers like that? You make those aces come directly to the top. Yeah! <laughs> Killer, killer. <laughs> now, if we take those cards, so you can see the four aces. We got one, two, and three, and four aces. Watch. That's one, that's two, that's three, and that's four. We'll take the first ace, like so. Uh, the ace of diamonds. Can you see the ace of diamonds? Yeah. Can you right, see the yeah, ace yeah. of diamonds? Mm -hmm. We're going to take that ace of diamonds and place it right there. Put your finger on top. Boom. That leaves us with one, two, three cards. And also, we have... One more card, we take the Ace of Hearts. Okay. So you'll take the red cards, okay? All right. And I'll take the black cards. Yeah. But if we want to make them switch places, all we have to do is snap. Ooh. And you can see that the cards Ooh. actually change places. Yeah. Thank you. Killer, killer. <laughs> Thank you so much. Nice, wow. nice. Here, I'll show you something else. I got, I got one more. All right. Let's do... Shuffle decks. Yeah. Rahan was complimenting me on my on my tally ho cards. I love the tally ho cards, these, like the fan backs. No circle backs. I don't know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I think yeah, that was the circle backs. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Anytime, uh, like the fact that the two magicians were going like back and forth doing magic, it's automatically like a duel or like a competition. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. People people can't help it. Just be like, oh my god, it's like Harry Potter. So here, do me a favor. Just uh, just touch the back of one card. We use right, that. We'll use that one. This will be our traveling card. Okay, this card is going to move from hand to hand. Okay, the three of spades. You're going to see the three. I'll leave it over here. Now it's slowly going to disappear from this hand. It's going to reappear in this hand. Okay. If I slowly just shake it over here, it slowly vanishes over here. And if I shake it over there, it actually reappears. It pops out. Oh shit! Take a look at that. Oh my god, that was three great. Of spades. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> awesome. All right, we'll that's do. Good. That's good. We'll do a little magic later. That's good for the first one. <laughs> All that's cards. Great. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Right, here, I'll pull the mics back on. Nice and tight. Going <laughs> on. That's great, man. No, it's cool. It's it's funny to the the fact of being a magic is we're so rare like people that are doing this right so that i've had friends in dc to be like do you know this one magician i saw him he's like this black guy at local 16 i'm like that's rahan <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah don't even and every say, time i hear oh you know the comedian yeah, <laughs> yeah here yeah that's charlie ross yeah yeah exactly we it's, follow each other on instagram yes we know each other it's so funny yeah yeah oh, it's, it's such, so such, funny. such a small community really man. do you get that a lot like I've had, I've had friends mention that. It'd be like, yeah, oh, I saw a magician in, performing in D.C. It was at a brunch show. I was like, oh, that's Rahan. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, man. But people remember you, man. You're a big impact on the on the, the brunch show that you were doing there. Uh, yeah, it's, can't wait to get back. It's been tough. The pandemic is like crazy. Having COVID, lost my show. Yo, you had COVID. Tell me about that. 
It was crazy, actually. When did you get it? On my birthday, September the 6th, I woke up. My ex-girlfriend wakes me up and gives me a call. Hey, how you doing? This, this, and this. And she's a registered nurse for the government. I can't say her name. You know, got to keep it confidential. And next thing you know, she said, what's wrong with you? I said, oh, I'm tired. She started to ask me some questions. And then I said, why are you acting like you're my doctor? And then she says, well, how do you feel? I said, I guess I feel fine. She said, try to get up. I couldn't get up. Damn, man. And then next thing you know, the bed is like completely wet. It's wet. And then she said, you need to go to urgent care. I try to get up. I'm walking here in Adams Morgan to go to the med star. And it took me almost 20 minutes to sign my own name on the iPad. Damn, man. Yeah. So yeah. And well, then the government is tracking me. They're <laughs> calling you every five minutes. Then they're they trying to do the contract tracing, right? They're yeah, they to did the contract. Where you were, yes. how long. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then they said, are you hungry? Do you need some food? I said, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then they sent me a box. I'm like, okay, yeah, you know, cool. Like, and then I didn't, I didn't, next thing you know, they kept calling and calling. How you feeling? This and that. It was crazy. Like, it's the worst feeling ever like so you were I, super sick you were you really really hit you well it was only for like three to four days okay but it, it, the first day the first two days you are tired you're exhausted was you it know? did you get the no smell did you have that thing? no i was hungry oh okay so you can still taste food and stuff yeah, i can still taste food yeah i wanted yeah. some chicken but <laughs> there were some local restaurants that i go to and i'm not gonna lie to you i got a shout out to jojo's oh, jojo's jojo's restaurant sent me like three roasted chicken some avocados some lemons um yeah. i ain't gonna lie to you i had some cocktails they sent me some <laughs> cocktails in a mason jar it was really good it was crazy man and i was like they were like, you eating like crazy. Then I, you know, then I got hooked. I said, can I order again? I need some more food, you know? <laughs> but yeah, it made me really hungry. Like I, I had, I was really hungry. Yeah, yeah. Damn, that's crazy, dude. That's, yeah, that sucks. Do you know how you got COVID or like where I, you were at or just? I don't. I just woke up. Because they, they tell you, you can get it from an elevator button back then. They say elevator button, you can like anywhere and i was just like it was so crazy yeah yeah man i know yeah i'd never felt any symptoms i never thought i had it uh i never really ran into anybody and then uh, yeah i got the the vaccine kind of early because i got a substitute teaching job so i feel like i missed out man i never never got to experience that. <laughs> it's it's crazy it's very like like when you, when i when i tried to go to urgent care and I walked there, and then once they get, they said, you got to sign your name. And I'm on an iPad, and my finger is shaking. I'm like, can you do it for me? And they were like, no, you can't do it. Like, damn. We can't do it for you. Damn. And they give you some antibiotics, some medicine? They, for, they, they, oh, no, they, they just said, just wait it out. Just write it out. Right. And you just, you just look at your cell phone, and you just get text messages. Yeah. From the, I guess, from the, the, the city. Yeah, yeah. Well, man, I, I'm, I'm glad I didn't. Yeah, I'm glad there's no long-term effects. I'm, I'm glad you're, you're doing okay. Yeah, you got I'm okay. Vaccinated. I'm fully vaccinated, yeah, everybody. Yeah. Don't worry. Yes, yes, yes. So party, man. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. So that's the most important thing. Like, yeah. I did get my shots. Yeah, yeah. Summer 2020, man. Oh, no. This is, this is going to be the change for all of us. We're never going to forget this time. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, uh, here, we're about halfway 
halfway through. We're going to take take a little break, and then we'll be back for the second half. All right. Got to use the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Thanks. the goat right there. That's the goat. <laughs> That's the goat right there. Jeff A. Prize. King of cards. That's who inspired me to do card manipulation. I tell you. Woo! There's another one. Look at that. So this is what this is the what we mean by card manipulation. Yeah, this is what I did when I was in tennis magic camp. Basically, just like standing on stage, making cards, card fans appear on stage from an empty hand. Yes. This takes years of practice. Crazy sleight he of hand. He has one of the top magic schools out in the world. Mystery school. I attend that school. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's Look like... at him. Look at that. That's perfection. <laughs> Uh, he's hardcore, man. He's so now cool. Now watch this. This is the best part. Watch. It's like video game music. I, yeah. I know the I know the whole thing by heart. Yeah. Believe me, I used to study this. <laughs> See, he, I tell you. <laughs> He's so fucking good. <laughs> His hands. That's it. His hands. Pay attention. I tell you. Look at him throw the cards. Look at that. Launching them. World champion. You know when this was? King of Cards? I forgot. Oh, he still can do it. He's good. Yeah, I know, for sure. Watch, he's going to bounce him off the floor. Uh-oh, <laughs> see? There <laughs> so let me tell you where I met him. I was working at Collect, working for a company called Collectors Workshop. And he came here to Washington, D.C., and he was performing at the Listener Auditorium. And he said, let me see what you can do. And that whole routine, like making the cars disappear and everything, I was closing my eyes doing a routine. He said, you got to look at the audience. I said, I can't do it like that. I can't see them. I don't want them to see my <laughs> face. He said, you got to look them in your eyes. And he said, put some eyes on the wall. So I took some, some eyes off of the magazine 
and out of a magazine and cut them off and I taped them to the wall and I practiced looking at the eyes. Wow. So I don't close my eyes to do the routine because I was doing the whole kind of like some of the routine, but I was like, he said, open your eyes. I said, I don't want to see myself messing up. I got to be honest, dude. Your room must look creepy as hell. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just cut out people's eyes on the walls. Yeah, just put the magazine's <laughs> eyes on the wall. That's kind of terrifying. <laughs> That's awesome. But what would you do for magic? <laughs> do you believe in magic? <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right. Do you, uh, did you bring anything else for us? Oh, you got, got some more magic? Cool. Yeah, well, can, can I help you while uh, Lydia does the camera work? Okay, or do you need, yeah, okay. need an assistant? All right, let's try something else. Yeah, so you see. Oh, oh, oh. oh, yeah, let's get our camera lady over here. Gotta get the, we like the handheld one. Gotta get in there. <laughs> all right, so we're gonna go through these cards like this, and you can see all of the cards are completely different, right? Yep. That's great. You can see all of them are com really different. We're going to take the cards like this and just give a little cut and a little shuffle. I love that. Do that. That's so satisfying. <laughs> oh, yeah. Would you do me a favor? So I'm going to cut the cards like that. Tell me when to stop. Stop. Right there? Yeah, yeah. That's great. Here, would you take that card? Okay, that's great. Let me turn that phone off. Oh, yeah. It's misdirection. You got it? If that person told me what the car was. <laughs> All right, would you place that car back in the middle? Yeah, oh, yeah, let me show you. You got it? Yeah. Nice. Let me just put it in the middle? Yeah, just put it in the okay, middle. Cool. Shuffle the cards. Boom. Cards shuffled. Mixed L up. Look here. What I have here is an invisible card. Can you see through that card? Can the camera see through that card? Yes. Yeah, can you see, see through that card? See through Look it, here. Yeah. And can you see through that card the other way? Yeah, yeah, both ways. Look here. That's great. Would you do me a favor? Would you open up your hand? Place that right there on your hand. Put your other hand on top. What I want you to do is to concentrate on your card. You got it? That's great. We're going to try something. Remove your hand. Right there, come closer. You're not gonna believe this shit. Look here, I'm just gonna take that for the very first time. Would you state the name of the card? The Ten of Spades. What? What? <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Damn. That was the Ten of Spades. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool, very cool. Awesome. <laughs> All right, there, let me do something. Can I use your deck? Yes. Can I use your deck? All right, cool. I have a shuffle deck of cards. We even got some jokers in here, too. Do, do, do. Um, let me see. I'm going to try to make a prediction about what's going to happen in the trick, okay? Okay. Okay, I think. Um, uh, what card am I looking for? Just looking for like a general pattern that I can find inside the deck. So this is, this may not be exactly what's gonna happen, but it's gonna be close, okay? So Rahan, I'm gonna start dealing the cards down the deck, and when you think I get about halfway through the deck, it doesn't have to be exact, you know, 24, 27, 28, just say stop, okay? I think right there, stop, right, right there. there. You want me to put Squid, this card down? Yeah. Or? Right there, put that card down. Perfect, right there, okay. 
You're pretty close. I think, yeah. That's, that's about wow, that's through. pretty good. That's, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Um, just put your hand on one of the piles, either one that you want. Okay, slide that towards yourself. Cool. And uh, we're going to make this even more random, okay? So we're not going to stop on this card or that card. Go ahead, turn your card over on top of your deck. The queen. Okay, so what's the value for a queen? If it's like 10, and then jack is 11. A 10. Queen would be, we'll, we'll say queen is 12, if you well, keep going 12. up. Oh yeah, yeah at 12. Yeah. Not, we're not exactly playing cards. So I'm gonna count down 12 more from the top of this deck, okay? So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. So that's the card we ended up on, okay? Right. So this is my prediction. This is the card that we landed on. Now let's take a look. My prediction was the two of clubs. Right. And we'll see, maybe we can get close, okay? Maybe I can get a club, maybe I can get something, or a spade or something, you know? But actually, I think I nailed it. I think we actually nailed the two of spades. That's an incredible coincidence. Now, what's also cool too, actually, we landed on uh, that red queen, and actually, I think it's another coincidence if we landed on another red queen. No, oh my god. That's pretty crazy too. I don't know how we got that. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Yeah, yeah. That's great. You got, uh, do you have anything else for well, us? Well, let's try something else. Yeah, uh, yeah let's I need keep someone going. to help me. Who, who would like to help me? I mean, I, I can do it. Well, yeah, but, wait, why don't you come over and help me? I mean, if I can hold the camera at the same time. Uh, here, let me hold the camera. <laughs> <laughs> let, 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 let him hold the camera. Yeah, yeah okay. do, do it. All right, where do uh, we need Okay, to you, you have a seat over here. Okay. And uh, I think I have a, a, a marker. Okay, I do have a marker. Okay, and we're going to just take this and we're going to use, uh, we're just going to use that so we don't burn this pad. Okay. okay, so look here. What I would like you to do first is to sign your name okay. right there on the matchbook. Right yes. So if we see this matchbook again, you'll know that it's your signature. Oh, That's it. great. All right. And what we're going to do is we're going to actually take one matchbook. One match and place that right there. See that, right? Yes. And we're going to take one match out and just light it right there. Let's see if we can make that happen. Oh my gosh. Whoa, whoa. So you can see that it's actually lit, right? You can see all of my lit. Can you see that? Yeah, yeah. Can you see that? I can see that. Watch, we're going to just. <laughs> Don't worry, it's gonna be okay. Oh, not like that, but that'll, <laughs> that'll work. We're not gonna let it go on there. So that's okay. Can you see it? Yes. All right, that's good. Let's let it just burn out a little bit. Believe me, that never happened before. Let's try something. Let it cool off a little bit. You want to place it right there on top. Put your hand over it just like that. We're going to take this match. Can you see the match? I see it, yeah. Watch, we're going to place that right there into the hand like that. Let's see if it works. You can actually see that it vanishes, right? Yeah. Wow. 
That's strange. I think you can bring it down just a little bit closer. Okay. If you lift it up just like that. One match comes right back. What? Wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. So you can see that that match wow. is actually inside. Thank you. Wow. That's awesome. <laughs> Awesome. That Love. was really cool. <laughs> yeah, it wow. goes back to you, Lydia. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Under the gun. Oh my god. <laughs> that never happened before. <laughs> that was great. That was great. You can grab the mic again. All right, let me grab this mic again. <laughs> yeah, sorry for the mess. No, no, we'll clean it up, man. <laughs> it was for a theatrical effect. I'm glad you didn't you didn't burn my mat, dude. That was <laughs> I was watching. I'm like, I can't fuck up this mat. <laughs> no fireproof on that. Yeah. So uh, is is that a routine that you'll do when you're doing like walk around stuff, walk around magic? Yeah, that's one of that's like something that I'll do like to make another table to take a look and see. Yeah. What it is. And yeah, everything. yeah. Yeah. So. When you're trying to get interest. Yeah. yeah. It's funny. It was the first time I ever did it for camera because I wanted to make sure it was it was presented well. But usually I do it for a live audience. You don't have to do it as long. But it's something that always get the audience to take a look and see, oh, what's going on with the fire behind you and <laughs> yeah. different like things like that. It's easy way to get someone's attention to restaurants. And you, 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 you usually just <laughs> just blow it out and do it but i wanted to sell it to the camera and i'm like oh i think i sold it a little bit too much oh let me see how i'm gonna correct this you know, you know so that's how that works so yeah no that was great i definitely uh i i bought like a cheap fire wallet like back in the day yeah and i finally started using it recently and like it's so easy to get people's attention. It's such a good like way to like get attention on yourself or to make it seem like something is happening, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, there's a flame all of a sudden in your hands, you know? Just yes. like Yeah, yes. yeah. So I always like that trick. It's funny. First time ever on camera, I said I was like, you know, you're trying to sell it and I'm saying, All right. But now and I know like people like it. It's fire. You don't have to do it too long. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. No, that's what, a big part of this podcast too, is like this is like kind of a place for me to practice stuff. Right. So on a couple of episodes, I've like just messed up car tricks and just like, I put out the episode anyway. Cause like, I don't really, I mean, you know, I'll fail every once in a while. I kind of mess something up, but no, this is definitely like a place. I'm like, it's good to have somewhere to like present something or to put some pressure on it. You know? Yeah. It was really good. I'm like, let me put the can right here. <laughs> yeah. Let yeah. me save it. But that's what we do as magicians. Things are not going to always go your way. So yeah, you got to always that, find that's out. That's the biggest thing too. When you're like, because in magic, you you have these books, you have these props, and like you can practice by yourself, and you can get the skills down, and then you take this trick to school or to your friends or whatever, and then all of a sudden, it's completely different. Right. You're shaking, the nerves are there, it's like it's a very real situation, and it's like totally different than just by yourself in a room in front of a mirror, you know? Right. So it's like kind of performing is practicing in and itself. Yeah. It's like this is, because it's a different type of performance, you know? Like... That's true. I'm like, okay, you can't put this matchbook in her hand. Now it's on fire like this. But how, what are you going to do? So I'm like, yeah. okay, let me see. Yeah, yeah. No, I did a, I did a kid's show over the weekend. And uh, I, I tried to not say yes to kid's shows, but I like the guy who was running it. And it, it seemed like a cool thing. But yeah, it was like outdoors. And uh, it was one of those things where like, I had my, my set list together. I knew what I was going to do. I had to do like a half hour. And then the second I started, like... 
everything that I thought was going to happen, like completely changed. Like I was also, I was like sweating my ass off, just like going down my face. I have to like keep wiping, wiping sweat away. And like, I just completely forgot about two tricks that I was going to do. I pulled out like this blue handkerchief to, uh, do like a coin and silk thing. And at first I was like, Hey, has anybody ever seen like a, a, a blue silk like this before? And there's a kid on the right side and he's like, yeah, I have. It sucks. Wow, <laughs> no. And then the dad comes over. He's like, "Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I'm just like getting roasted by this fucking ten year old." <laughs> so he had the silk. No, he had no idea what it was. He was just being a little dick. Oh, I thought, I'm like, <laughs> he was just being a little punk. <laughs> well, I'm not gonna lie to you. I showed up at a because I used to do a lot of the uh, what do you call it? graduations on the um, ship. Um, well, not a ship, but on a boat where they have the graduations. So make yeah. sure the high school kids didn't drink or anything like that yeah yeah and i showed up and there was a, a kid magician that's like in high school yeah yeah he's like going for it like i'm doing a trick he's doing a trick i'm like oh my god like that's cool and he was really cool but he was like i'm the magician here <laughs> he said you want to pay me <laughs> and then, so, i was because i was gonna say like Man, I can relax a little bit. Like, he's going to do part of the show. <laughs> I'm going to tell you another thing. I was um, out on a date, and I took the girl ballroom dancing. So we having a good time. There's an expert ballroom dancer that's a magician that's a kid that's only, like, 13 years old. <laughs> and he said, I'll cash a girlfriend to dance with me. He dances with her and he said, can I show her magic too? I can do everything you can do. I'm like, oh my God. And he's like rank, like number three, number four in the world for ballroom dancing. And showed her. And he has groupies, like all these, he has all the kids following him. And he was like, I'm going to take your girlfriend. Dude, that's terrifying. Oh my God. It was so crazy. And he knew how to do everything. Like, he was technically Sam with the magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, oh, man. so funny. And he could ballroom dance. That's, that's scary, he, man. He had his card. He had a sad card. <laughs> uh, hair, um, what would you call it? Gel back yeah, and everything yeah. else. Like, oh, my God. Like, Damn, man. Yeah, some kids are too good. Especially, like, the when kids are, like, super good at sleight of hand, it's terrifying. Sometimes they're just, like this incredible natural ability, you know, it's like natural level. The, we're watching the Jeff McBride stuff. Basically, after after he started putting out like the instructional, like card manipulation stuff, then like... That's cardistry. No, no, no. no. The, the manipulation stuff, though, it was like everyone who's doing it from then was basically like copying Jeff McBride. Or it was like within right. the same vein of it, you know? Yeah, Especially sure, like sure. these Asian kids who would like start competing and stuff and like these Chinese kids are like absolutely fucking incredible at card manipulation, you know? And like right. it gets to this level. They're just like, I can never I can never get close close to that. But I know. Did you ever learn card manipulation stuff? You ever do card shuffling stuff? Like what? I mean you you've done like one handed cuts, the uh the I started like doing some stuff like You got a fan? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, more of that kind of stuff. So, you know, I learned some of those things and then like the... Uh... Yeah, yeah, you have the one-handed cuts. 
you know, some of the stuff that nice, I learned nice. from from Jeff when I was younger, and then. <laughs> you know, all of that kind of stuff, you know, it's, it's really good. I, and I always enjoyed doing, you know, all of the cuts and stuff like that. It was always good, like, just taking a cart like this and just throwing it up like that and making it vanish and come back. Nice, you know? nice. Yeah, yeah. No, cause I, yeah, I definitely grew up in the, the Dan and Dave generation where you, uh, you had to learn the the more advanced card manipulation stuff. The, yeah, but the that's, that's not... The trilogy. That was the trilogy? I can't remember what any of these are called. I just remember learning it. See, when I grew up, you, it was all about the um, civil. Yeah, so yeah, this civil. was this is civil. Um, when you're taking the cards... My hand's a little slippery. Can, is this, civil? So this that, is it, right? That's civil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice, nice. And then this is something I learned from Alon. I use a lot now is with the triangles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know if you ever seen that before. <laughs> and you come over like this and you come back with another triangle. You get the pose. Yeah, you <laughs> get that pose. I use that it's a all lot. About, all about that magic pose. Yeah. You know. <laughs> it's just all of those little things that really makes like your magic powerful. Like, not yeah, powerful, yeah, yeah. but it just it gives it that. It adds that professionalism to it. Like, oh, this guy—he he knows what he's doing. He knows, yes. yeah, he knows where he's at. All right, cool. Uh, how much? How much more time do we have? Uh, ten, minutes. ten minutes. All right, cool. Hey, I'm to I'll do it here. I'll do my cups and balls. Lydia, okay. can, you, can you pull the bring the camera back over? This is uh, I just worked on this routine for um, the kids' show, so <laughs> I feel like I'm ready to All right, do let's it. Let's see it. Um, so where did you learn a routine from? Oh, this is from uh, Stars of Magic, uh, Di Vernon's Cups and Balls routine. And, and Di Vernon, um, I'm going to interview you right now. Di, <laughs> who, who, who was Di Vernon? Di Vernon was a uh, master of card magic and gambling moves, and he kind of took close-up magic and specifically card magic like into the 20th century of like really making it this like professional... like. Uh, Sought after thing, but yeah, yeah, he and was making it natural, right? He's a ma he's a master of sleight of hand, and yeah, he kind of like him, like Ann Slidini made the idea of like close up magic, and it's by itself like performance worthy, you know? Yeah, and this was out of the blue book, Stars of Magic, yes, the sir. first one. Yeah. Okay, yeah. let's see it. Let's Actually, well, here I'll, I'll add the the beginning to it, where the which you you put that one down. We'll just use the the table mic. So we have uh, a little red ball and uh, three silver cups. Now, uh, originally, this, this game was kind of played as like a gambling game where you'd hide the little ball and you'd have to guess where the ball is. If I mix it up here, mix it up there, you'd have to try and guess where the ball was. Um, if you had to guess, where would you say it was? You, you'd be right. You'd be right. I kind of messed up there. Yeah, you can see the little red ball there. But if, uh, if I wanted you to win this game, then I could just snap. It can actually make uh, two more balls appear Whoa. out of nowhere. So now we have uh, three red balls and three silver cups. Now, what's cool about these balls is that they're small enough in your hands, I can actually take that first ball, if I give a little squeeze like that, it vanishes from my hand. The second ball goes the same as the first one, if I just give a little squeeze and a toss like that, the second one vanishes. And the wow. third one kind of goes, you know, it gives into a lot of peer pressure. The third one, if I give a little squeeze, it vanishes just like the first two and they reappear underneath. No, come cups. on. <laughs> now, what's cool about these balls is that they can teleport, you know? see. If you cover them with the cups, then it adds a little bit of doubt. You're not sure exactly where they are. If I give you a little look, then you can be pretty positive where that middle one is. So I take out that invisible ball. So you have to take the imaginary one, 
and I pretend to make it disappear, you can actually make it disappear from the center cup and reappear over there. I'll do it again with uh, this one. Watch, if you see this one over here, if I take the imaginary ball, give it a little squeeze, it vanishes from that side and reappears all the way on that side. See, they can teleport anywhere at all as long as you leave them underneath the cups. If I leave them underneath each of those, I can take the two side balls. If I throw them in the middle, they disappear from the side. Oh my God. They appear <laughs> right in the middle. Now, this will be, uh, this next part is my favorite part actually. It's uh, the furthest traveling that they do. So you take each ball and I'll leave them inside my pocket. So the first ball goes to my pocket. The second ball, just like the first one, goes to my pocket. And of course, ball number three, undoubtedly, goes inside my pocket. If I give it a little snap, that's when the first ball appears underneath that cup. Now, Rahan, you know what I'm doing, but I'll explain this to the audience. Mm -hmm. I'm lying. The ball doesn't go inside my pocket. So I do this thing called the false transfer, where I pretend to put it inside my hand, and I pretend to put it inside my pocket. But I'm just holding on to it. So if I pretend to put it in my pocket, I can give it a little flick, and it looks like it comes from outside of the center cup. Now, if I can hold on to three balls at the same time, I can actually make like three balls come out of that cup. That's a really impressive part. Now watch, if I take all three balls, if I leave them inside my pocket, if I give a little snap, that's when the first lime appears oh, the out of the center <laughs> cup. No. See, I don't know where that first lime came from. I don't know where that second lime came from. I'm not sure where that third one came from. I definitely don't know where the fourth one came from. Where's the tequila? That's <laughs> <laughs> the magic of the cups and balls. <laughs> oh, that's a good one, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that was great. That was so good. Yeah, yeah, I love, I love it. Oh, <laughs> no, I've been doing that for years. That's like my, that's a go-to closer. It's good to, it's good to wrap it up on that. <laughs> I think we did pretty well. Yeah, yeah, no, that was, that was great. Thanks for, thanks for coming on the podcast oh, no today. Problem. Here, yeah, grab the mic one more time. Um, where can my audience find? They can follow you on Instagram, RJ Magic. It's RJ Magic two hundred two. Yes, Rahan Jackson, born and raised native Washingtonian. You all can come see me do some magic, or you can hire me for your next event. Yeah, you know, yeah. you want to see for... some magic, some black magic. Black I'm black and I do magic. <laughs> <laughs> black magic on you. All right. So yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Make it happen. Yeah. Right? Do you think? Do you think you'll be? Um, Doing live shows when stuff comes opens back up. I think up. in the next four weeks I'll be back doing live shows. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. So, so that's a big thing. So thank you all so much. Thank you for having me, Charlie. This was a great experience. Second time actually doing a podcast. So thank you so much. Awesome. Glad you had a fun time, man. No, so happy to get you on here, dude. All right. Is, uh, yeah, and we can start hanging out again. Now we're about to go do a jam session. Yeah, we're about to yeah. practice. <laughs> all right. Awesome. So, yeah, like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Please uh, follow Rahan. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back next week. Thanks, Thanks everybody. You.